Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Temptations of all sorts, but you never give up. Christian man, I wanna tell you not to never give up. Don't you ever, never, ever know? Never give up. Christian man, I wanna tell you never, ever, ever. Don't give up. Never, never give up. Gentlemen, I will not tell you not to Never give up Don't you ever, never give up Never give up Christian man, I wanna tell you Don't you ever, ever Don't give up your faith See, this is the time that the sons of God Must take up the work of God being stand in season and out of season 
For our Redeemer is coming very, 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 very soon So never, never give up Christian man, don't you ever give up For sure, trials are coming your way Troubles and temptations of us all, but you never, never give up. Don't you ever, Christian man, never, never give up. Never give up, Christian man. I wanna tell you, don't you ever, 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 don't give up. Christian man, I wanna tell you not to never give up. Don't you ever, don't you ever know? Never give up. Christian man, I wanna tell you never, ever, ever. Don't give up your faith. Children of God, all over the One more time. Children of God, all over this church, I just want to tell you, don't give up your faith, so never, never give up. Christian man, I want to tell you not to, never give up. Don't you ever, 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 never give up. Christian man, I want to tell you, don't you ever, ever, don't give up your faith, never give up. Never, never, never give up. No matter what you're going through, never give up. Man, I wanna tell you not to never give up. Don't you ever, don't you ever, under no circumstance, never give up. Christian man, I wanna tell you never. Don't give up your Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful opportunity to be in church. We are so glad that we could come here this morning and to hear your word.
to sing, to praise, to give thanks. Lord, what a blessing. We could have easily been elsewhere doing other things. Not even thinking about you. Just thinking about resting or thinking about doing something bad. But here we are in your presence. Because you found us. You touched our hearts. You softened our hearts. And you spoke to us. And you saved us by the blood of Jesus. We thank you for this great touch in our lives. We pray that you lead us and influence us by the Holy Spirit. In a powerful way. As we are in your presence. May we be in the spirit. And flow and operate in the spirit and the realm of the spirit. Throughout this time. And even as we go out from this place. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your blessing, your power, and your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. And I'm preaching about, what am I preaching about? Seven principles for being strong. In the Lord, isn't it? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Amen. Amen. What does it say? Be strong in the Lord. That means being strong is up to you. It didn't say pray for strength. It said be strong. Amen. Amen. It didn't say try to be strong. He said be strong. Be, be strong. That means it's up to you to be strong. All right, it is up to you to be strong. Now, most people don't realize the real reason for this passage. In verse 12, it says, in verse 11, it says, And put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, here he's telling you how you can be strong. Amen. Amen. That is why. Uh, they would, when you see people with guns, you say, wow, there's a force here. You know, when Hillary Clinton came for the funeral, there was a car with, uh, there was a lady holding a huge gun. Yeah, she was being guarded by some, I don't know, some people, and there was a lady in a white car with a big gun, and, she, and the window was down, and she was looking out with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> then they came with their own guns and everything. You get it? So, that is a show of force and strength. So, arms always make you a little stronger, isn't it? Yeah, so that's why people sometimes have guns or even sometimes people have guns at home to protect themselves from armed robbers because it makes you a little stronger, not a little, much stronger, you know. So, 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 so Paul was telling us, put on the whole or be strong by putting on or arming yourself. Okay, arming yourself. Now, then he gives the reason why Christians should be strong. And the whole reason why Christians should be strong are related to evil spirits. Yeah. Because he says, so that we may stand against the wiles of the devil. The first, the main reason, and why would you put, have a gun in your house? Why would you have a gun, whatever? It's to protect yourself from armed robbers or from evil Human beings, do you understand? Who may want to come and attack you or inflict harm on you. Okay, then he goes on to explain the type of spirits that you'll be fighting on. Verse 12, it says, For we wrestle not against 
flesh and blood. He said, forget about the flesh and blood. That's not the problem. But against principalities, against powers, oh, these are all types of spirits, okay? Rulers of the darkness of the world and against spiritual wickedness in high places, okay? These are the four types of spirits that we will have to deal with. First time is principalities, which are area demons. And you see certain things that happen in certain areas. Is that not true? You find out that you may, you may, you may be an airway, but when you grow up in a gun area, you look and sound like a gun. You become quarrelsome like a gun. You understand? Instead of being peaceful like an airway, because airways are very peaceful. They are very peaceful people, very pleasant and easygoing. But when you, because you grew up in Choco or you grew up in Labadi or whatever, you find out that you, you start speaking a certain way and we wonder, you know, what is this? You know, but it's because you stayed under that area that, with those area demons and you become like them. Yeah. Sometimes you go, you grow up in a house full of, I, I, I mean, fornicators, and it's like a spirit of fornication in the house. And you just, when you go into the house, you just flow. <laughs> then against powers, as powers speak of the influences and the powers, you know, the abilities to do things, all right, type of spirit that make people do certain things. And then the rulers of the darkness of the world. We are the light of the world. Unbelievers are the darkness of the world. So there's the rulers of the darkness. All right. So sometimes you have a ruler of the darkness will tell somebody, don't allow these people to do this. Don't let your, your daughter go to church. Don't let them use this uh, facility. Don't do this. Prevent this. And you see that sometimes it doesn't even make sense. And they'll, they'll call, they'll say, we are making noise. But they will not ever mention when Muslims are praying at 5.30 and shouting to wake up everybody. That one is not noise. It's allowed everywhere, every, in every part when a Christian is doing a, a church. But you realize that this did not make sense. And you begin to understand how there is, there is something that rules. All right? And that, 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 that rules the darkness of the world. And so sometimes you see unbelievers in charge of things. And you find the most absurd things are being done. Like, like, like for them to build a mosque at the... Uh, Trade World Trade Center, where they, where they had the greatest act of terrorism in the name of that religion. And that is what they are going to build there. It's wonderful, you know. But you, you, you wonder what is ruling the world, and you find out there's some other things ruling, other than logic or even common sense. As a provocation to the people who are there. All right. Then he goes on. He says, that is why, verse 12, Are you with me, 13? Are you with me in Ephesians chapter 6? I'm reading through the Bible with you. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, okay? That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Okay? So take on the whole armor. Every aspect of the armor protects you from a type of attack of a type of demon. Okay? Different types of demons. And different sorts of demons. Just as human beings, we're different types. We have Chinese human beings, we have African human beings, we have Australian human beings, we have American human beings, we have different types, shapes, forms, sizes. And in the spirit, we have different, different types of demons that look differently. 
They look, they have different approaches. All right. I'll just give you a couple of examples. This, this chapter in Ephesians chapter 6 is closely linked to a chapter in the book of Revelations, which I'm going to show you. But you will see in the Bible, evil spirits are described in different ways. For instance, in the, in the city of Babylon, the Bible says Babylon had become the hold of demons and every unclean bed. So there are demons that are like beds. Okay? So, so there are demons that are like birds. And then out of the mouth of the prophet and the, uh, and the, um, the Antichrist, the Bible says, and, and I saw three devils like frogs coming out of the mouth of the, 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 the prophet, okay, of the Antichrist. Okay, so you see in just these two pictures, so the book of Revelation is like a curtain that is drawn for you to see. Okay, and right in this, between these two scriptures, you see evil spirits that are like beds and evil spirits that are like frogs. So now, if you, if you put on your shoes, which are short with the preparation of the gospel, you don't put on the helmet and the beds are coming, you understand? It's not going to protect you from the beds. Yeah, that are coming against this way. But if you put on the helmet of salvation, the breast of, of whatever, the breastplate of righteousness but you don't have anything on your shoulder the, the frogs which are jumping on the ground before you realize they are coming into you are you are you listening that is why the bible tells us to put on the whole armor from head to toe you know there are different types of demons and this whole passage is basically because of evil spirits yeah it's basically because of evil spirits that it is necessary to put on the whole armor of God. Okay? So, every part of the armor that you do not put on, or every part of the armor that you remove, exposes you or is the reason for evil spirits coming to you. No, uh, let me explain it. Like, like um, how do you say that? If you look at your face, do you understand you, you look at your face after you've been around for some time. If you like, when you go, look at your face and then look at your chest, a part of your chest that is covered all the time. You will notice that your chest is smoother than your face, especially the ladies. You see that your face is not as smooth as just a little lower. And the reason is because this part of your chest has got a shield and a breastplate is covering Okay, but you are ex- this other one is exposed to the sun, the wind, the dust, and all that, as well as all those chemicals that you have been putting on your face. So it is undergoing an onslaught, you understand, attack. Yeah. That is why some ladies grow older far ahead of their time. You understand? Especially when you are fair, you have to be very careful because. You get far older far quickly because of all these chemicals that you put and you can never live without makeup. Yeah, because you need it to continue and to maintain that artificial look. And also because you have destroyed the natural one, you now need a plaster to cover the, what do you call it? Are you here or you are going home? Amen. So, the part that you don't cover is the, is the reason, okay, for a certain affliction that comes to that place. Yeah. 
So sometimes, you know, we, we see wonderful scriptures in the Bible. We don't really understand them. Do you get it? But it is because we've not understood how, how important they are. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 27. Okay. Neither give place to the devil. Okay. Another version says, Leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. So, When the Bible says, give no place to the devil, or give him not a foothold, he needs a way to come into you. He needs some, see, demons cannot just come into you. They need a way to come into you. Do you see? Yeah. And when they do come, even just one. That's it. More come. Do you understand? Are you with me? So, as soon as you break the armor, you give him a place to hold. You see, if I'm looking for skin to pinch, and I come to you and I see a space on your face, so I got you right there because you didn't cover this place. But all this is covered. And I got you on your arm. But you covered all, everywhere you cover, I can't access you there. So as soon as you give, you, 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 you remove that place, he's looking for, he's looking for a place to, to use to enter. Only one, only one. Always, only one demon wants to come to you. Yes. Only one wants to come. Not, 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 not a lot. I'll show you why. Are you with me or you're going home? Hmm. Now, Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. When the unclean spirit or the demon is gone out of a man, Jesus shows us exactly what evil spirits do. But you see, we can't see them, but we must know them. They are there. Okay? It's gone out of a man. He walks through dry places seeking rest. So that means he's restless. He's restless. Okay? Then he says, I'll return to my house. So demons call you a house. Demons call you a house. Yeah. When demons are discussing that they want to come to, they say, We've seen three houses in Water Hall. 
We've seen three houses in Volta Hall. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen three houses. Three houses are moving down this way. So demons call you a house. Imagine that. And he said, I will return to my house. So it's, it's a demon is trying to come into you desperately. You imagine if you've been walking, you don't have anywhere to stay. You don't have anywhere to stay, anywhere to rest for a long time. You get it? And you see that the demon is now rested very, it's urgent. Demons, demons are trying to come into you urgently. <laughs> it's true. And that's why Paul is very strong about this. He says, look, put on the whole armor. This is why. Because principal, we, uh, principalities, powers, this, this, this. This is the main reason. Rulers and all these type of spirits. Yeah. Hmm. Then he says, I'll return to my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he finds that empty. You see, that's why Christians must not be empty. And then swept. Sometimes we actually sweep out what prevents demons. Yeah. One day, a certain, a certain brother took my tapes because his wife was listening to them and he threw them out of the house. Yeah. He swept. <laughs> Not just empty, but swept. Sometimes you, 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 you remove friends that you should never remove from your life. Sometimes you take away things that you should now, you go and get a job or you go and do something that will now prevent you from even having access to church. You've actually, actually done something. You see, empty is like maybe circumstance, but swept is like you actually do something that takes away God and then garnished, which means put in order. You see, when you are a young person, you are garnished for certain evil spirits. It's true. Just, just by being young. Just by being young. Being young and sexy. You are garnished. You are ready. You are, you are put in order for certain spirits. Yeah. Because that is why the Bible speaks about youthful lusts. There are some lasts that don't come when you are older. They come to you when you are young. So when you are a young person, you are in order. You are, being, you are, you are, you are garnished for spirits of pornography, spirits of masturbation, spirits of fornication, spirits of strangeness. Do you know strangeness? Stranger, the Bible said, many mighty men has she slain. That is to sleep with many people. Yeah. Sleep with many people. Yeah. Multiple partners. Then you are garnished for spirit of HIV. And you are garnished for diseases. You are well prepared for all those spirits. So you see spirit of HIV sitting on the tree saying, look at somebody we can, we can go in there. Look at the house. Three houses. Three houses are 
laughing. Garnished. Three apartments. Sit down. Then goeth he, and then taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than he. Now, that's why I said that only one spirit wants to come into you. When the one spirit is able to enter you, that is all that they want. Because then he will bring the others in. Yeah. That is why almost every evil is associated with some, a series of evils. For instance, stealing is associated with lying. And when, when more wicked spirits are associated with murder, or it's associated with violence, it's associated with rape, it's associated with murder, it's associated with so many things. Yeah. Usually, usually you say a thief is always a liar. But usually, by the time the stealing spirit has come, it's brought a liar lying spirit in. And that's why fornication is associated with deception. It's also associated, it's also associated with deception. It's associated with, with lying. It's associated with lust. It's associated with, I mean, adultery. It's associated with pornography. It's associated with many, many diseases. Other things, they just go together. So just one needs to get in after the one. You got a series. Yeah. So that is why the apostle was very concerned that you would have the whole armor on. Amen. Amen. What are you people looking at? They're all looking this way. But I, I came and all of you were looking there. You didn't even know that I had come out. Is there a television there? Then what are you looking at? The Bible said, let thine eyes look straight before thee. All right. Proverbs chapter 5. Let an eyelids look straight ahead. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So how do these evil spirits come? They come by each section of the armor being removed. Brings. So in other words, when you do the opposite of what the armor is, You've removed it. So how do you remove the armor? You do the opposite of what the armor is. Do you understand? So if the armor is put, put on the belt of truth, to tell a lie is to remove, on, remove that armor. Yeah, when you tell a lie, you remove the belt. That's, that's what it is. Oh, you don't want to know what it is. I'm saying that, that's, a, that's how you remove it. When you tell a lie, you've removed... The truth. So that's how you remove truth. is by telling lies. That's why I was trying to really go into telling lies the last time. You know, and all the forms of deception that we have. Okay. And the last state, state of the man is worse than the first. In other words, your state is determined by the demons that are in you. Your state how you are is determined by the demons that are in you. Because, you see, even what people do, the abilities they have is from demons. A lot of it is from demons. It's not natural. Sometimes when a man is speaking, it is not the man who is speaking. You know? 
The man stops speaking at the beginning of his speech. Then the demon takes over. Because Jesus said to his disciples, When you go, take no thought for what you shall say. For in that hour it shall be given to you. For it is not you that speaketh, but the spirit of your father which speaketh. In other words, when you are hearing a pastor speaking, at the point it is not him who is speaking, but the spirit of the father. That is, the, that is what is speaking. So there is a time I thought the person. So there are many times when Hitler was giving speeches. It was not Hitler who was speaking, but the spirit. Especially people who speak extemporaneously. Yeah. People who, who speak extemporaneously. They don't read speeches. And they just go off the cap. Many times, it is the spirit which speaks. But Jesus, Jesus himself explained how spirits speak in this earth. That sometimes it's not the person who is speaking. Even Jesus told his disciples that, you don't worry when you are speaking. Don't worry. It is the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. Yeah. So sometimes you see that the person, the spirit is still, has started speaking. That's why you should be careful when a man of God speaks. Because sometimes he's taken over by the Holy Spirit and he's speaking. Or sometimes the demons take over and they start speaking. So the state of the man, the state, the condition, how the person, how you are, often is determined by spirits. And each time you take off a piece, you is, welcome home. You say, come, come on in. Okay, so back to Ephesians chapter 6. Don't, don't never forget Ephesians chapter, you know, if you don't remember passages in the Bible, Ephesians 6, 10, be strong in the Lord and then the armor is there. When you can't remember things in the Bible, just remember Ephesians 6. Now, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth. So every time you take off truth, you are exposing, exposed to demons. So that is why you must, you must not lie. Yeah. Yeah. Then the next part of the armor is the breastplate of righteousness. So that's the second principle for being strong is to be, have righteousness. All forms of righteousness. So any form of unrighteousness, any sin can expose you to a demon. Any, any, any kind of sin. Any type of unrighteousness can expose you to an evil spirit. Yeah. So sometimes you even wonder how people become a certain way. You realize the person has changed. The person, you are, you are doing this, this, and that. It's like a lot of things have come to you. Not just one problem. But often we cannot remember where and how we started those things. Yeah. But it, it starts from a point. Then the Bible says, the state of the man. So how, what is your state? You see, that is why it's good to find God early. Yeah, that's why it's good to find God early because it, 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 it prevents you from doing certain things, which prevents certain demons from ever coming into your life. Yeah, it's true. So, if you are spiritual, when you meet somebody who commits certain sins, 
you can know. You see, not even by a word of knowledge, but almost by being spiritual. Because those sins bring certain spirits. <laughs> so you, you can virtually somehow know. I, I know sometimes. Sometimes I see people. Sometimes I talk to people and I know. And I can sense evil spirits in them. And I sort of know about them. So, so many times I've wondered, am, am I having a word of knowledge? Because I just know. I just know the things. Yeah. I just know about, I just know about it. But as I'm talking to them, I'll sit down with them, relate with them, and I just know things that are true, that are confirmed over and over. I can tell you maybe 100 stories like that. It's true. And you can see because each act of unrighteousness opens you up and it's possible that at that point, evil spirits came into you. So righteousness, any, any form of unrighteousness, you should be very careful. It's very important to make you a strong person to really resist any act of unrighteousness, I tell you. You, you should be afraid of all this. You should be afraid of discos. You should be afraid of nightclubs. You should, have, you should be afraid of people that will make you fornicate. You should be afraid of people that will lead you to immorality. You should be afraid of films that will lead you astray. You should be afraid of internet that will take you into, into doing things or knowing things. You should be afraid of all those things. You should, you should know that. These things, they are demonic. They are demonic. And they, not that they just that they are demonic, but it's opening you up to evil spirits. Yeah. Sometimes you can see people that are full of spirit of fear, especially ladies. You can see that they are full, they're full of fear. Fear of so many things. Yeah. And you see sometimes those spirits came into them at a certain point in their life when they saw something. You see that. You see something. An evil. Not, not that you are doing the evil, but you see the evil. And you become afraid. Yeah. I remember one, 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 one sister, I, I, clearly, I saw clearly that an evil spirit of uh, fear, stubbornness. In fact, I've seen it. They're, they're, they're actually a series of them. They come like, like, three, like three. First would be fear. Then pride. Then stubbornness. And sometimes by seeing evil or being exposed to evil, then that thing enters. One day I saw a certain lady her father left her mother in a terrible experience. From that time, you see that nobody could speak to her about marriage. She was afraid. She, you see that she's afraid. I can tell you a list of people that wanted to marry her. Yeah, not only her, other, uh, the same story, the same thing. The mother, father, I can tell you this and this and this. You see that the person is afraid. A lot of, a lot of sisters have demons of fear in them. Come on, it's come on. That one time I was sitting in front of a lady, I just saw the two spirits there. So for fear and pride. So I, told, I said to her, you have two demons in you, right? Of fear and pride. Straight. You can see it. You see, if you are spiritual, you know things. Yeah. Unspiritual people, you, you just think everything is natural. So, oh, this is this is because we are not spiritual. But if you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you start to know things. 
could not marry, could not marry, could not marry anybody. Not that she has taken a decision not to marry, but cannot marry. Two people that I have in mind right now, both of them are f- about uh, 50 years. And they, they, none of them can marry. Beautiful. In fact, I, when, when, you say, when you say ladies are beautiful, you know, both of them, are, they were like a little extra beautiful. Wow. A little extra. Yeah. So everybody's beautiful, but they had a little something extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And a little something extra. You get it? Are you still here? Yeah. Sometimes people watch certain films and you see that an evil spirit comes into you from the time that you watch that particular film. So, all forms of unrighteousness. So, you need truth, you need righteousness. The third principle for making you strong. Okay, is your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The gospel, preparation of the gospel, being evangelism. When, when you put that aside, when you put gospel aside, evil spirits come into your life. Straight, it's, the, it's one of the biggest doors to evil spirits in the church as a whole. Sometimes you see the church, you see pastors, you look at us and you, you realize that because we put evangelism aside, we, we therefore don't pray. Okay? And because we don't pray, every kind of thing is in the church. And sometimes when we, the priest, stand up and we speak, you wonder what we are talking about. We have opportunity to preach the gospel. We don't preach the gospel. We philosophize about so many things. We, can't, we don't even preach the gospel anymore. I used to go to church on Sunday morning. My, 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 my father used to take me to a church. Okay? And uh, I was not born again. I found it boring. The priest would stand up and say that he's, um, he's uh, Mr. Swan, so you owe, you, owe, you owe me two cartons of beer. You know, in the pulpit. Yesterday, and then they, one, one time I went to the church, they announced that, um, they announced that, uh, what do you call it? Uh, they, they dragged 500,000, I mean, those, those olden day money, they drank 500,000 CDs worth of beer. Yeah. It's not that somebody told me. They said the total cost for yesterday's whatever party Sunday announcement or the beer was 500,000. I was sitting in a cathedral. I was sitting in a cathedral in Accra. So, so I, I, as I went to the church, you understand? As I went to the church, you get it? I had, I had no interest in the church. The church did not interest me. The priest did not interest me. The message, you see, the gospel was gone. There was never, ever, we never preached. It's always, you, you, they speak, you see, sometimes a priest can speak in a way as if you, everybody is a Christian. That's how most of the time in our Orthodox churches, you speak as though everybody is already a Christian. So the preaching of the gospel, challenging people to give their life to Christ, is out of the church. And then you have all kinds of spirits coming. Yeah. So for me, you know, it, I thank God, it's his mercy that he sent people like Uncle James and even Scripture Union and so on, that came to our school, Achimota School, years ago. That's how come I came to know the Lord. If it had not been for that, I would have totally turned away from God because I turned away from church. 
That is why up to today I don't know hymns. I can't sing hymns. When, when they are singing hymns, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't know the hymns. Because I did not, I did not find Christ there. It's only used for funerals. It's only used for funerals and only for dry, boring ceremonies which we all fall asleep. That's why come I don't know the hymns. And I'm not ashamed of it. Because my, my, when I was a child and I was taken there, I was not taught Christ. I was not taught Christ. I didn't find God there. And that's why all those things represented a, almost like a false gospel. When you read the hymns and you listen, you see that they are good things. But it represented not knowing God. Yeah, that's why today, when, when they say, even I was standing, I was at the president's funeral, they're singing the hymn. They give me, I don't know the hymn. I don't know all these songs. I didn't find God. This is not, this is not I don't find, I didn't find God in these things. And I have, I have no shame about it. Yeah, I didn't find God in that. That's why I don't know those songs. I don't know, I don't know Methodist hymn, this, this hymn, that, Anglican hymn, this. I don't know it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know it. I'm a pastor and I don't know it. When they give myself, I don't need a program. I don't know these songs. Because this song did not lead me to God. They took me away from God. The whole thing represents something unreal. That's why it took me a long time to wear a gown. As a priest to, to officiate them. I don't like all those things. They represent, they came together. That's why even the concept of having a school, having a nursery, having a, 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 a school, having an offer, all those things. They're all done, but without the gospel by the traditional church. And there was no gospel. No gospel. No gospel. Yeah. So you see the most diehard sinners. People, I mean, porous of libation, people, polygamists, unbelievers, people with 27 children with one wife, but 27 children with different ones, they are all honored in the church. Yeah. Because a whole lot of evil spirits coming was when you preach the gospel that you must give your life, you must repent, you turn away, turn away, don't look back, turn away from God. Do you understand? You can't, you turn away, turn away from darkness. You cannot do this in the church. Then you see evil spirits start to go out. But when you do, when you preach in a certain way, then they all, you take away the gospel, you see that they start coming. The human beings with the demons, and the demons themselves, they all start trooping into the church. Because the gospel preaching is out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, go to Europe today. The church, when you say church, no, they, they don't talk about religion. They, they, they actually have turned against the church. In Europe today, they will support you if you are Muslim, but they will be fight against you if you are Christian. Matthew Ashimolowo's church, it was where the Olympic village was. They threw him out, and they built a mosque in those area, that area. Yeah. They, they fight against the church, they will help others, because the church has also done so many things that have brought this life. It's not real. It's not real. And we want rather to be statesmen rather than to be pastors and preachers. We want to be associated with dignity. Do you understand? Dignity and and honor rather than to be associated with the pure gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. When you preach the gospel and you tell them that Lazarus went to hell and the the rich man went to hell, Lazarus went to heaven, and that if you don't change, you also go to hell. It's like you you are sort of like a youngish, emotional, frenzied kind of person. That is what brings the demons into the church. When we cast all those things out of the church, then welcome the demons and welcome the evil spirits to occupy the high places in the church. Yeah. That's that's what I've brought it about. 
That's why today I don't know how to sing hymns. Yeah. When you give me the hymn book, I said, I don't know the song. It's a captain of the last Soviet or host or something. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not my fault. Because it was associated with the complete is not Christ. Yeah. And that is why it's important for you as a Christian to evangelize. You must be the first to speak. You must be the first to speak. Open your mouth and talk. Open your mouth and share the word. Open your mouth and preach to somebody. It's a protection from evil spirits coming into your life. You sit down. And they'll be serving you wine. Instead of saying, do you know God? You say, you say, they'll be serving you wine. They'll be serving you things. They'll be introducing you to things. And you have, you have gone on the defense. Instead of opening your mouth to preach the word. When you, when you feel that you are a little educated. And it's like you no longer speak. And preach the word of God. And do the things that you must do. You are lost. You are opening yourself to demons. Yeah. Sit down. Do you want demons to come into your life? When we are doing carnival of stars, you see some people are in the house. Instead of coming, it's like you don't have time for that. But you have time for other things. Yeah, you have time for other things. Yeah. The next one. Okay, I will not go to the next one. I want to just end by going to Revelation chapter 18. Go to Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18. It says, And I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having great power. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, and is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils. Hmm? You want to be the hold of devils? How many want to be a moving caravan? caravan of demons that is why you have to be careful about who is your friend because sometimes you've chosen somebody to be your friend you interact with the person and the person is a house yeah a person is a house it's a habitation what does habitation mean a home dwelling place bedroom Bedroom, it's a flat apartment, sitting room, huh? It's a kitchen, rest house, guest house, garage is the garden of demons. 
Now, how did, how did Babylon, how did Babylon become a habitation of devils? Yeah. And, and remind me to tell, if I don't tell you, remind me to tell how to know when the demons have started going out or are losing their power in your life. Now, it says, has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit. Foul spirit, too. An unclean and hateful bed. So beds are new. I don't know but whether you remember we once had a crusade and there was a lady. She said, she said some, yeah, it was in Kumasi. She said on stage, she said, she said God had touched her. I think God had healed her. And she was coming. And, and, and I asked her, what was wrong with her? She said, a bed flew into my head, through my ear, and entered my head. And she said, when I'm there, I can feel it flying around. It's flying around. And it speaks. It speaks and it is in my head. Then she was with her daughter. And her daughter pulled me to the side on stage. And she whispered to me, my mother has schizophrenia. She has a mental, like a mental. Then the mother reacted immediately. Listen to me. She said, listen to me. I am a nurse. She said, I am a nurse. I'm a medical person. I know what I'm saying. I say that a bed flew into my head. It is in my head. A bed. Yeah. And people with schizophrenia, one of the characteristics, they have what we call auditory hallucinations. They hear voices talking to them, insulting them, and so on. What, what it is, is in schizophrenia, a person becomes more exposed to the demons. So actually starts to hear them in a kind of audible way. But we, we always hear them, but in an inaudible way. Sometimes they are like thoughts. Sometimes they are like feelings. Yeah. But when a person has schizophrenia, a person is more in contact with the spirit realm and starts to hear them. And you hear the spirit insulting them. Now, you, 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 you think about your life. Have you, not, have you not ever felt something was insulting you? And, you know, sometimes you feel... Sometimes you even remember something, you hit yourself. Ah! Has it happened to you before? You sort of feel embarrassed. Sometimes you remember certain things and sometimes a thought will occur to you that you are a fool. Has it not happened to you before? Yeah. You see, this this is, and you see, in, 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 in medicine, when a person starts to hear it like real voices, it's just like when a prophet starts to hear voices. You see, like you, you realize that he has a gift and he can hear. And if you were to hear the demons, you go mad. That's why schizophrenia is called madness. You see, when you say somebody's really mad, the person has schizophrenia. Yeah. So when you are a prophet, you see, like the Holy Spirit is speaking, but when you are a prophet, you may have a gift, then your ear opens, then you hear. That's why the prophets kept on saying, and the, the word of the Lord came unto Ezekiel saying, that he gives actual words. But for most of us, the word of the Lord comes to us, but we don't hear it in that way. So we just sort of feel, I feel God wants me to speak today about be strong in the Lord. But I didn't hear it in an audible way. Uh The same thing with the schizophrenia. They hear the demon. But we always hear the demons insulting us and telling us, you dirty, bad, naughty. Nobody knows about you. You see now, you see how you are. Look at you, shame, shame. Oh, bad boy, bad girl. How many have heard it before? Yeah, you get a feeling. (laughs) 
They are all evil spirits. Yeah. They are in the, and the lady said, the lady said, I said I am a medical person. It flew into my head. It came into my head. It flew inside and it is inside, flying inside the head. Yeah. It says I've become the hold of unclean beds. Yeah. How? How? How did it happen? This is the main thing. And I want you to listen. This is the main thing because when you know it, everybody is going to hold your armor very tight. Hey! I said, I'm going to hold every aspect. No, 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 no. Charlie, I need to tighten up, tighten up. How many are going to tighten up? Outsiders are not tightening up. Okay. I'm showing it is in the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, don't believe it. But if it's in the Bible, believe it. Read it. It says, it gives a reason. Four. Four means because. Verse three means because. Because. All nations have drunk of the wine. I mean, even if we stop there, drinking wine alone. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can even stay there for some time. All nations have drunk of four. It's a four. Yeah, four. There, there is before we come to the type of wine. Before we come to the type of whether French wine or Spanish wine or American wine or whatever wine. Let's say all because because all nations have drunk of the wine. Yeah. Those of you who are fiddling around with drugs, with wine, with alcohol, with Guinness. You say you are feeling cold. That's why you are drinking Guinness. What kind of coldness is that you are drinking Guinness? If you say it's blood tonic, you need your anemic, so you are drinking Guinness. Which doctor told you to drink Guinness to, to get blood? <laughs> sit down, sit down. What, what has started more quarrels? What has started more wars? What has caused more accidents? Caused more death? More disability? What has caused more marital conflicts? What has broken up more marriages? What has brought more of this than anything else? Physical is wine and alcohol. Yeah. So, those, of, those who dabble with it. You see, you can live a life where you are not even tempted by it. Because me, when somebody offers me wine, it's not attractive. I don't, I don't drink. It's not even nice. It's not even a temptation. If you offer me beer, say, well, what is that? Give me Coke, please. If, if you tell me not to drink Coke, that one is a temptation. But wine, alcohol, beer, Guinness, it's not a temptation. May you walk in the place where it is not a temptation in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, it's not that I feel like drinking beer, but I'm, I'm withholding myself. No, 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 no. No. Sit down. The wine. Now, which type of wine again? It's giving things. The wine of the wrath of her fornication. No. Fornication. 
that the evil spirits have come because of her drinking fornication. <laughs> you see? <laughs> fornication. Each act of fornication is an open door clearly for evil spirits to come into your life. Clearly. That is why HIV follows fornication directly. Gonorrhea, infertility, chlamydia, herpes simplex type 2, and um, so many conditions. Syphilis, uh, hepatitis, all kinds of things come through. Through. So you see that the spirits came through that. So your vagina is a door. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! Sit down, sit down. What a door. You know, one day, one day, listen, one day, there was a certain sister, you know, an older sister. She was describing, she was giving a testimony about the different, different, different people that she had slept with. Um, so she started from this, when she was in the house with this house boy, or then with her cousin, then with this, and different, 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 different people. Then she reached a certain place. Then she reached a certain place. Listen, listen. Listen to this. She reached a a certain guy. She said, when I slept with this man, you know, (laughs) I don't want to say the country that he is from. (laughs) But she said, when I slept with this man, from that time, I changed. Yeah, she said, I changed. It was like from then, from that guy, she and as she described it, I knew immediately that it was at that point that the evil spirits entered into her. Yeah. Because I could see the spirits dancing in her flesh. She had it. She had it. One well, those of you who follow, men are picking me always. Men are picking me. It's the power. You have a power in you. Yeah. That, that attracts. The power pulls the cars to come and stop, to pick you. Yeah. Do you remember one of the spirits is called principalities and powers? Yeah. It's the power that is pulling the power that, that are some of you brothers you are attracted to certain sisters by the power that is the power that is in the person there is a power in the person and that power is pulling you that's what's drawing you that's what's drawing you power a power for wrestling on against principalities and powers it's the power is drawing you so when, when you are a brother and you are spiritual you will know when a power is pulling you or when the person is just beautiful yeah we have, we, have, we, have, we have holy beauty. And we have beauty that is enhanced by a power. Yeah, I didn't write the Bible. It, it's there. It says principalities and powers. Yeah. Some kind of power or control or interest. Yeah. Power. It's dancing in the flesh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
still here? Are you still around? Sit down, please. What I'm explaining, I'm explaining how evil spirits come. You see, what is fornication? Fornication is to remove your breastplate of righteousness. That's one of the righteous things. So you put it down, and then straight away it's there. Yeah, you just you just put it down, and demons come straight. Yeah, all these things are like that. Any form of fulfilling lusts through whatever don't have to fulfill your lusts. You see, anything else that is fulfilling your desires, you know, whatever way method you are using to fulfill desires, they are all they are, Bible Bible says in times past when we were fulfilling the lusts of our mind and our flesh. So your flesh has lusts and your mind has lusts. And after each time you fulfill all those lusts, it's, it's, it's you are opening the door. Yeah, whatever the method it is that you are using. Are, are you listening? Yeah. Yeah. You are opening yourself up. So the lady said, from that, that guy, she changed. And she described the relationship after that was on a different level. Yeah. Higher. Because the spirit have entered her. One day, I met a certain lady, an older lady. Yeah, she was older, 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 older. Older, 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 older. But the, the evil spirit was still in her. Yeah. You could see the spirit, I mean, dancing. And I didn't know anything about her. But I just met her. She opened the door. I was going into her house. She opened the door and I, I met her. I said, oh, hello, good evening. But immediately I just saw, I just knew this woman is full of evil spirits. Then I found out after an older lady. How many deliverances? You see, people may be older, but the demons are just resting. You know, they just, they just, they've been there for, for years. And then, yeah, they just, they are just there. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. And later on, I, I found out different people started to tell me the different high-level people that she has been sleeping with. This elderly lady. Derek Prince, he told the story one time. He said he went to, a, 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 he was in a church and a Baptist pastor came to call him. And the Baptist pastor said, there is a lady in my church who has evil, evil spirits. He said, we have cast out one spirit from her, uh, the spirit of nicotine. But the pastor, the Baptist, and Derek Prince said he was surprised that a Baptist pastor will, will, will talk to him about that. So he said, okay, I will come to you. And he said that when he got to the office, the woman was there and he was shouting and praying on the woman. Just a normal housewife, American woman. Then he took charge. He said the pastor should wait. He said, in the name of Jesus, what is your name? And then a normal woman, a normal lady, American housewife, Suddenly, instead of a female voice, a normal masculine voice spoke. <laughs> and the answer, because he asked, what is your name? And the masculine voice, so the voice changed. And the masculine voice said, hate. Hate. So what is your name? He said, hate. Yeah. You know, that's why sometimes you see a lady very wicked. If, 
Yeah. Well, if you are the house help, if you are the house help of that lady, you, you cannot stay in the house. Hmm. Now listen. You see, these are, these are things that I've experienced. And I was surprised to find out that he said that. Then he said that. Then he looked at when he looked at the woman's face. He said that a most perfect mask of hatred appeared on the woman's face. It was like it's like the woman turned into a very hateful. And I remember the same thing happened to me when I was casting out a lady. Then the lady said last, and then she suddenly turned into a sexual lady. There are all the, there are powers. That is the power that is working. The abilities. Then the spirit said again, hate. And I'm not coming out. I've lived here for 25 years and I'm not coming out. My house. I've been here for 25 years and I'm not coming out. You see, some of, some of the things we do, they are demonic. So now you look at your behavior towards people. So you say, hate. As he continued to cast out the demons, the, 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 the demons did not want to come out. Then do you, know what, do you know what happened? The lady suddenly held her own throat to, to kill herself. Yeah. She tried to, she was killing herself, holding her throat, trying to kill. You see, the spirit of hatred. Bible said, either hate his brother, he's a murderer. Yeah, he's a murderer. So the, the spirit wanted to kill herself. And they struck there. And normal American housewife, normal, sweet in the church, Baptist church. Finally, the spirit fled. And. A few other spirits came as seven of them, six other, six or seven spirits, including infidelity. Yeah. They will name themselves, and then one of them was the spirit of death. So, what I'm saying is that where do these things come from? So, uh, you know, some of us have evil spirits in us. Yeah. It's true. We are, we are actually houses. Yeah. And maybe your, only your close friend can tell you. That this spirit is in you. Unforgiveness. You don't forgive. You don't forget. You've marked. Yeah. People. But this is why I'm teaching about being strong. Truth. Every time you open your mouth, truth. Breastplate of. What was the second one? Breastplate of righteousness. And what was the next one? Gospel of peace. When you. Throw these things away. You open them. They start to come like that. So now I want you to examine yourself. You are going to see. Are there demons in you? This is the big question. Hmm. Are there demons in you? I mean, let's take the past. Have demons come into you? Do you know how to know when demons are working? Did I tell you I was going to show you that? The way to know is simple. The Bible says when a spirit comes into you and finds you empty, swept, and garnished, he goes to bring more. So once there's active demon presence in you, it brings more things. Come. Yeah. 
So you start, you see, you, you, you soon see that it's getting worse. Because lying has come, hatred, this, that, the spirits are multiplying. Yeah. You need to watch yourself and see. But you see, if you have a spirit of hatred and bitter, I can never know when I see your face. Stand up. Does he have bitterness? Does he have, look, look, does he have bitterness? Sit down. You stand up. Look at this beautiful girl. Does she have wickedness in her? Does she have hatred in her? Ah. But I tell you, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Stand up, my dear. You stand up. Look at another beautiful girl. Could she have a spirit of infidelity? Spirit of lust? What about fear? Sit down, my dear. What about you? Stand up. Ha. How old are you, my dear? 21. Look, she's a young girl. But you'll be surprised. Sit down, my dear. Listen. One time a pastor was preaching about fornication. A sister came to see, to see him after. Pastor. He was telling me. He said he would send me there. She came. She said, look, Bishop, Pastor, not because uh, he was a pastor. He said, I will show you the list of people that I've slept with in this town. She said, you don't believe. She said, this is what you are preaching is very true. I said, evil spirits have come in. What you are preaching is true. So she brought the next week a list of 159 people. Yeah. With, yeah. She had everybody's name. She had their occupation and their, their I think their number. Their phone number. Yeah. You were there when he was telling me. Eh? Had the number. She had the phone number, uh, occupation, the, uh, uh, the age of the person or whatever. And or whatever. She had the list. She said, this is, what I, this is what I do here. Small town. Everybody. And this one is a policeman. This one is a doctor. This one is this. This one is this one. This one, this one. And you, you see this girl and you are attracted. Said, A power is working. Hey. How do demons come into people? That is why we have so many things we can't explain. Things that are so difficult. Anger, unforgiveness, bitterness, marriages that cannot work, things that are confusing, backsliding, every kind of thing. There are a lot of them are demons. So if you want to overcome the demon, start putting on your defenses. Put on your breastplate of righteousness. I hope that the breast will not, breastplate will not cover some demons that are inside already. You know? Prepare them from coming out. <laughs> because sometimes you see some people have a combination. They have put on strong righteousness, but inside you see there's something else from another era of their lives. It has not come out. Mercy. But I see you being set free from every demon. In the name of Jesus. Now, in conclusion. How do these demons influence you? Through your mind. They tell you, do this. Thoughts come to you. So the more you hear the word of God, the more your mind gets renewed and you become opposed to those things. So the more you become opposed, the more they lose their control. They lose their power. So if you want to break the power of a demon, you need to renew your mind and it reduces the control. 
You see, politicians don't have control over me by the grace of God. Not that I'm good, but because my control is from something else. My mind is being renewed by God. I see them as all temporary. We have a new president now. He may be president for only five months. Nobody knows. He may be president for eight years. Nobody knows. But they are all temporary. When they are gone, we will be there. We will still be there. By the grace of God. Do you understand? So what I'm explaining to you is that their control is limited because of the word of God. So when the word of God is in you, the control of demons... It just, it just goes on. So they start to lose and they realize there's no, there's no rest here. Because they are, you are no more garnished for demons. You are garnished for the Holy Spirit. You are garnished for the work of God. Yes. Touch your neighbor and say, I, no, touch his shoulder. Say, I wonder how many are in you. What did they say? Lift your hands and say, I want to be strong. Do you want to be strong in the Lord? Stand to your feet and let's pray. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, that is why we must do everything to be filled with the Holy Spirit all the time. You know, our music must always make us filled with the Spirit. You see, like when Curtis was singing... We were being filled with the Spirit because we could could hear what he was saying and he was talking. Because the Bible says, be filled with the Spirit speaking to yourself in a song. So when the song doesn't speak, it's just words or just something that is chanting around and we don't get filled. We don't get filled. We hear something, but we don't get filled. But we are filled when the song speaks. So you must always let your song speak and if it's not a proper speaking, it doesn't, we don't get filled. Yeah. So let, let's ask for me. I always pray God should fill me with the Holy Spirit. I'm casting out devils from myself all the time. I'm being filled with the Spirit all the time. Demons are real. One day, I took a, a lady in Kolibu. I was in Kolibu then. She was in our church. She was, she was full of evil spirits. I could see even without the demons manifesting. But the demons manifested. Privately, I was somewhere. I even recorded it on a tape. Yeah. Because the demons were coming out. Privately. There were, people were not there. She was just with me and the other people that were praying. The demons came out. Some weeks or months later, I had an all night. And another sister who was not there started to manifest evil spirits. Then I said, where, where do you come from? Then she mentioned that sister who we had the meeting. No, I'm telling you. I'm, not, I'm telling you what happened. She mentioned that. I, she said, I came from that girl. At, in, in, at a, at a, she said she came at an, at an all night. From, so she, the, the demon came from her. She mentioned the girl's name. I came from that girl to me at an all night. And that was an all night. She was not, she was not with us. And I was speaking for something that had come from somebody to another person. So those of you who come to the church, when we are praying, you'll be yawning like that. Sleeping. So you see that spirits are just... Zoom. Zoom. 
Boom. 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 Hey! It is dangerous to not be strong in the Lord. Did you hear me? I said it is dangerous to not be a strong Christian. Very dangerous. Some of you think that I just want to be just half and half. No. This term, when we are doing carnival, I expect you to just put on your gospel shoes. Yeah. Put on your gospel shoes. This year, all forms of fornication in your rooms. With lecturers. Those of you have been fornicating with economics lecturers. And linguistics lecturers. And TTAs. You have been sleeping with them. So that you get first class. This year, you, you should be careful. Because the things that are coming into you, God is delivering you from them. Are you listening to me? All unserious Christians, this is the call of God to, 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 to never give up, to be strong, strong in the Lord. How many are going to be strong and armed, heavily armed? Heavily armed. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands and thank the Holy Spirit. Thank God for speaking to you this morning. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of your word. Spirit of hate. Spirit of hate. Spirit of wickedness. Spirit of lies. Deception, evil, we bind your power in Jesus' name. Satanic presences, demonic activities, we command you to cease in your operations right now in Jesus' name. Your power is broken now. I rebuke you, devil. Go out in Jesus' name. Mandese paralame lomarecotese. Telembre Ramele, Lebre Kitala, Marelo Cubro, Sendilebe, Chelemender, Bele Sumber, and Mekipara Marala. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you thanks and we give you praise. Lay your hands on your head. Satan, I cast you out. Devils, all forms of devils, all kinds of devils. Demons of fornication, adultery, pornography, masturbation, lies, wickedness, hatred, unforgiveness. Devils of all kinds of wickedness and hatred, lies, powerful deception spirit. I command you, go out now. In Jesus' name. Political devils, in Jesus' name, I command you to go out. Memoring, complaining, they're backsliding demons. Fooling around demons. Memoring and insulting demons. I cast you out now in Jesus' name. Be free from every demonic stronghold. Spirit of lukewarmness and unspirituality. In Jesus' name, I cast you out. Be free from every power and every control and every influence that is on your life. That is evil. I command it now to leave in Jesus' name. Lift your hand and thank God for the Holy Spirit. And ask God right now for the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, if you be wicked, know how to give good things. How much more will your Father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask for it? 
Father, thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit, filling us, filling us, healing us, saving us. Oh, hallelujah. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the filling of the Spirit of the living God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving, Lord. Amen. And as every head is bowed, every eye closed, every eye closed, if you are here this morning, um, maybe you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Maybe you don't know Jesus as your Savior. But today you want Jesus to come into your life. You want Jesus to change you. You want to say, Lord, have mercy on me. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but today you want to say, God, I want Jesus. I want to be born again. Because if you are not born again, you cannot go to heaven. Even if you go to church and you are not born again, you cannot go to heaven. Jesus said one day people will come and say, Lord, Lord. But he will say, I never knew you. I don't know. I, I never knew you. Today you are here, you want to say, Lord, I want to know you. I want you to know me. I want to be your friend. I want you to save me and write my name in the book of life. If you are here today, you want to give your life to God. Pastor, help me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Help me and please pray with me. If you are here like that, lift your right hand. Just your right hand. Stand where you are, but lift your hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless Outside, everywhere, just lift your right hand inside the hall. I see all your hands. Lift it up high. Pastor, help me today. I want Jesus Christ to come into my life. I want to become a new person. I don't want to play around. I don't want to go to hell. Help me to know God today. Please. Lift it up. I see your hand outside. I see your hand everywhere. God bless you. Don't don't think about somebody because we are thinking about your own soul. If you die, when Professor Mill died, he didn't die with his vice president. He died alone. If his wife is left, everybody, you die alone. Today, you must think about yourself. Think about your soul. Are you ready for God? Are you ready to know God? If you want God, if you want Jesus, lift your hand, please. This is the last. I'm giving you the last opportunity right now. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing. Just come to me in the front here. I'm going to pray for you in front here. So just come. Just walk and come here right now. Come. From outside, just come all the way. Just stand right here. God bless. Stand here. Oh Jesus, I surrender. Come if you lift outside, you lift your hand. Come. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. You lift your hand. Just come. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Can we all sing it together? Everybody outside and inside. I surrender. Surrender To be my 
surrender all, all to Lift your hands, all of you in front here. Just lift two of your hands up and close your eyes. And everybody also lift your hands. Everybody in the hall, outside, close your eyes. Please, nobody should talk at this time. Don't have any discussion or meeting, please. If you do that, you are the most disrespectful person here. Do not talk or have any meeting or discussion, please. Now, all of you in front here, you've lifted your hand. I'm going to pray a prayer. Whatever I pray, I want you to pray after me. Say this prayer. Every, everyone join in. Those of you in front. It's very important now. Say, Lord Jesus. Thank you for today. I recognize that I am a sinner. Say it out loud. I recognize that I am a sinner. I don't know you. I don't know God. But today, I come to you. Lord Jesus, just as I am. Please forgive me for my sins. Please have mercy on me for my sins. I confess, I confess all my sins to God today. Thank you, Jesus. Please have mercy on me and wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. Say, wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. I thank you, oh God, for what you have done for me today. In Jesus' name. Now say after me, Satan. Satan. Listen carefully. From today, I will not serve you again. Satan. From today, it is finished. I will not follow you again. I belong to Jesus Christ. And I will serve Jesus Christ. Now lift your two hands and say, Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.